Welcome. You are now aboard the Sub Club Submarine Spaceship. We will be your tour guides on a quantum journey to reprogram our subconscious minds. Please keep your arms and hands inside the subship at all times until you are safely docked in your castle's subship port upon arrival at heaven on earth. Thank you and enjoy the ride. Welcome back to the Brainwash Yourself podcast, everyone. My name is Callista, and we have a very special episode today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this. We thought it would be fun to do it ASMR style. So we're going to do, this is both of our first time ever trying to do ASMR. So we're going to try and speak softly, maybe whisper a little bit. And before I get too much into this introduction, I want to be sure to introduce my co-host Annika. Hello, hello, hello. It's good to be here everybody. It's so good to be here. So good to be here and I don't know if we have a lot of ASMR fans in the subship with us in this moment let us know give us a shout in the reviews or our email address is in the description but if you're new to ASMR it's a funny and magical mystical fun funky thing and Um, so ASMR stands for Auto Sensory Meridian Response. If I am not mistaken, I'm not so sure about the S, but what that response is, is tingles, 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 tingles. And a lot of people call it tingles. It's like if you've ever heard that nursery rhyme where someone kind of runs their fingers up your back and it's like spiders crawling up your back, spiders crawling up your back and touches your head and is like and runs their fingers down your back and it's like there's a egg on your head and the yolk is running down and these visuals may not sound so relaxing so I apologize but you get these tingles like all over your body even in the places where like 
the person's not touching, or sometimes something is just so satisfying, like a sound or a visual, that it just feels good to watch and it gives you ASMR, it gives you that autosensory meridian response, which is why people just call it ASMR. But, um, so ASMR is the response you get and people get ASMR, different people get ASMR from all types of different triggers or stimuli and soft speaking or whispering is a common trigger for ASMR and some people find it very relaxing. I would not recommend listening, listening to this episode in a situation where it would be unsafe for you to fall asleep. You don't want to listen to this episode in a situation where it would be unsafe for you to fall asleep because hopefully this will be a relaxing and informative episode and by the way we are going to be discussing a topic a topic which is chakras chakras 101 and we are not experts but we have worked with and studied chakras as students for (laughs) years and we know that some people might not have on the basics or it might be fun to just hear a relaxing review on a cool fun topic so we're going to be talking about chakras in the subship for the rest of this episode and we hope you enjoy just sit back and relax and I will pass it over the metaphorical talking stick pass the metaphorical talking stick over to Annika thank you so much Callista for that extremely soothing and relaxing introduction to this wonderful episode So today we, tonight actually, we are going to be talking about the chakra system, which is an energetic system that each of us have. They consist of, well, We will probably talk about specifically, some say there are more, but seven energy centers that start at the base of your spine with the root chakra moving up to your sacral chakra, 
just in your womb area. Both men and women have this center. And then to your navel center, which is just below your navel. And as I go through mentioning these centers, you can just feel these physical locations in your body and tap into the energy there. You don't necessarily need to know what they're quite about yet, but just tap into the feeling. So the root chakra at the base of the spine which is often connected to a deep red color. Then moving up to the sacral chakra, which is just a few inches higher in your womb space, your lower womb space, the color of a deep orange. Then move up a little bit higher to your navel point, known as the solar plexus chakra, just below your belly button. Or is it just above the belly button, the solar plexus? I think just above. It's just above. Just above the belly button the solar plexus chakra, a bright yellow like the sun. The yogis call this your central sun. It is where you contain your infinite energy. It is your infinite energy source. It is where you can tap into your absolute total vitality. This is a space you can work with if you need more energy in your life, but we'll get into that later. Move a little bit higher, your awareness a little bit higher into your heart space our spiritual center of the heart which is not to the left like your heart organ is but in the center of your chest this center is so so powerful and has an electromagnetic field that extends far far beyond us that can create our wildest dreams into form that can connect with other beings in our lives and that can create and help us experience so much magic and so much beauty then move your awareness higher once again to your throat, your throat, 
your place of expression, of speaking your truth, of making your creative dreams manifest. Feel the energy of your throat. Feel and tune into a deep blue color. Then move higher still to the point between and directly above your eyebrows. If you were going to roll your eyes up towards the center point above your brows, this would be the spot of the third eye, the seat of intuition, the pineal gland, and the third eye chakra. What is the term for this chakra, Callista? I forgot to mention the heart is the Anahata chakra. The throat is the... Do you remember, Callista? No. <laughs> we'll just keep... So, throat chakra, third eye, and then right above it is the crown, right above the head is the crown chakra. In Kundalini Yoga, they call this the tenth gate. It is our connection to the cosmos. So here you can visualize and tune into a bright white light that connects you with the higher streams of consciousness, the infinite well of creativity. It is from here that we become conduits between the heavens and the earth. So from our root chakra connecting us to the earth and all that is below us to through our chakra system all the way up to the crown chakra above our head, opening us up to the heavenly realms. Our chakras are what connect us what's below to what's above and make us be able to, as humans, create utilizing the energy of both and all that is in between and tuning into the different energies of these chakras is a beautiful awareness to have to contribute to our overall physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health and vitality. So take a deep breath in from your root all the way up your spine through all your chakras up to the crown of your head and release. And Callista, I will pass the stick so softly and quietly back to you. Um, thank you so much. I thought that was so relaxing. Nice guided meditation. Um, as Annika mentioned, there's seven major chakras and they go 
in a vertical column from the base of your spine to the crown of your head. And each chakra is associated with the color of the rainbow and they are in the same order. The colors of the chakras are in the same order as the colors of the rainbow. Uh, any of you are familiar with Roy G. Biv? Roy G. Biv. R-O-Y-G B-I-V Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, and rainbows, prisms, that happens when light gets refracted through, um, well, like a rainbow can happen when light gets refracted through a prism or um, water droplets like in the case of a rainbow in the sky and it's fun to think of chakras like that like when this pure God consciousness is refracted through the lens of a human being you get this chakra rainbow when it's reflected through this prism when this God consciousness is reflected through this prism of the human body you get this chakra rainbow and it starts red at the bottom of the spine um, and the base of the spine, your whole pelvis area. I won't get too graphic, but everything down there is very intimately tied to your root chakra and it's associated with the color red and the root chakra relates to your sense of safety, security, feeling at home, your physical health, although all your chakras can be intricately linked to your health on every level, but the root chakra is associated with the physical. It's what anchors us into the 3D and uh, it also has to do with securing our physical survival needs, how easy that is for us in terms of having the ability to put food on the table or pay our bills. Um, 
and the next one the sacral chakra is orange in like the lower belly and it is intricately linked as well to like our sensuality, our sexuality, our emotions. Um, and there's so much to the chakras, you guys. Like each chakra is associated with a different element, air, fire, earth, water. So the root is earth, the sacral is water. And um, the solar plexus above that, right above the belly button, like Annika said, um, is yellow. And that relates to our confidence, our self-expression, our individuality our self-esteem, our energy, and our ability to manifest and take things from the less tangible realms of like thought forms or your emotions and inspiration and act on them in the physical and the way you do that because everyone has such a unique energy signature and expression and that is your solar plexus. And all of the chakras can be balanced, unbalanced, blocked, overactive, underactive, cleared, um, and that can be in and of itself. You can clear a block in a certain chakra and it can be in relation to one another. And when our physical body, when our posture is, um, straight, when we hold a good posture, our chakras are all aligned in that column that um, allows energy to flow freely from the earth through each of our chakras to the heavens and back making us a clear channel so for all the chakras to be clear healthy balanced aligned um, is something to strive for and back to and back to the basics so back to the solar plexus we just talked about up to the heart the heart is green and it's associated with the ability to give 
and receive love. It's associated with um, our experience of gratitude and relationships and the throat chakra is blue and the throat chakra is associated with um, your your voice <clears throat> my throat chakra is like me <laughs> um, your throat chakra is associated with your voice your truth speaking your truth showing up honestly um, your imagination um, originality your ideas and yes all of these are intricately linked and yes you want to have them all aligned for example if your throat chakra is your creativity and your self-expression and your solar plexus is your self-esteem and your confidence you want to make sure those are aligned and healthy so you feel confident and you feel empowered to express yourself and speak your truth and share your ideas and you want your heart to be aligned with those two and be clear and healthy so you're acting on these ideas and these creative expressions from your throat chakra, you're manifesting them through your solar plexus into the physical in ways that are compassionate and ways that support you emotionally and feel good. And you can tie all the rest of the chakras into that too. Like you want um, to be able to express not only your creative ideas, but your emotions and how you're feeling and your sensuality and express yourself through your through your body and that ties in the sacral chakra and you need to feel safe and that's a tip i learned that really helped me and gives a good place to start working with the chakras is start from the bottom up start with the root and it's a never-ending journey and it will it will be a cycle but for example if your root is unbalanced and you're feeling unsafe then all the behavior of the higher chakras is going to be fear-based and coming from that place we talked in our meditation episode about the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system i feel like it's so related if you're in your calm is that the parasympathetic the if you're in your parasympathetic nervous system and you're feeling safe 
that is correlated with the health and balance of your root chakra and then your emotions from that place your behaviors, your relationships, the way you speak and express yourself is all going to be safety based and coming from that place. So you want to start with the root and work your way up. And it's, it is a beautiful system like that. But um, coming back to, we just talked about the throat and then up between the brow point or just above is the third eye. It is indigo. And um, the third eye has to do with your intuition. And you can see we're moving from, we're moving from the tangible and the physical in terms of these concepts up into the more, um, the unseen. So your intuition is, is your knowing beyond your physical sense evidence. It's your inner knowing. And your trust of yourself. And then the crown chakra is violet, purple, um, on the crown of your head and it is associated with your spirituality and your connection to a higher power, to spirit, to God and um, that is all your chakras and that is a little bit about how they work together. So the idea is they kind of encompass like all aspects of your, your experience. And it's very empowering to work internally with these chakras and these energy centers because you see it reflect out and um, I love to be methodical I'm a very methodical sequential thinker it is very satisfying to work from the bottom up of these seven chakras and put work into healing we can get more into in a little bit different techniques and different strategies for working with each chakra but if you can put in a bit of time healing the root feel better with your safety your body your sense of feeling at home and your sense of being provided for then you work up to the sacral you feel more comfortable in your sensuality, more comfortable with your emotions and the different changes and flow of energy through your body. And you spend 
some time working with your solar plexus, you experience an increase in your self-esteem, your confidence, and your productivity, and you heal your heart, and you feel an increase of love, and connection, and gratitude, and peace in your life, and then chakra you can get something off your chest express yourself put yourself out there and write something kind of clear up your communication style improve your communication skills which reflect throughout your entire quality of life and then you move up to the third eye and you gain this sense of trusting yourself, knowing that you're on the right path, and you focus on the crown chakra, and you feel so connected to a higher power, something greater than yourself, something beyond, and once you've gone through that, it's like this massive life upgrade and glow up. It is like a you more healed and there's always layers and cycles and you know start over and go through it all again and um, that's something that is like so satisfying when I first learned about chakras like I loved to do like spend two weeks on each chakra going from the bottom to the top and I loved it um, so, yeah, I've been rambling on, I've been rambling on and on, so I'll go back to Annika. <laughs> mm, that was all so wonderful, it's just so nice to come back to basics, I think, if you're someone who hasn't really thought much about the chakras before I can feel like and I don't want to project this but it just can feel like a lot to grasp and maybe wondering yeah how you can connect to this you know on a really personal level but the chakras like Calista was explaining they're actually just such basic universal and energies that apply to every single individual and it's super interesting because if you for example have a really overactive root chakra where it's imbalanced and so you're really focused on what she was talking about which were a lot of the earthly um predicaments of life you know it might be around finances it might be around sex it might be around safety in the home etc like a lot of these things could be keeping someone very preoccupied and from this space there's like no energy flow to the upper chakras which could make it really hard 
for someone to even conceive of the possibility of there being a interconnectedness between everything in life, of there being a higher power that's benevolent and creating with us here on the planet. It's like... And I feel like if someone has a blocked root chakra so they're feeling unsafe and they have a very overactive crown chakra, you have someone who is tapping into maybe they have a very clear connection to these unseen realms but they're connecting to these energies that make them feel very very unsafe and that's never a good it's never a good place to be right because that could lead to things like psychosis or you know all these different things exactly and for example like in that situation it would most likely be i mean it could very likely be someone who doesn't have a very strong solar plexus which is your your core it's what keeps you stable it's what keeps you centered and um, it's what keeps you sovereign and so it's kind of like there are all these pieces to the puzzle that contribute to our overall health and happiness and well-being and just as Callista was saying like when they're all aligned energy can flow freely and we can live honestly better more fulfilling lives that we enjoy more we can create more freely Um, and what they say in like the yogic scriptures is like when the energy in the chakras is healthy and flowing through freely that's like when the kundalini can rise and that's we talked about in our previous episodes kundalini yoga and kundalini being the life force energy that lives in the root chakra and when everything is healthy and aligned and flowing correctly it can rise through all the chakras up through the crown and just completely just from bottom to top and that is you know a big indication of overall I would say energetic health and well-being and Like Calista said, there are many ways to tune into and start working with the chakras. Um, And we can start to mention a few. I know that Calista has a lot of affirmations that go with each of the chakras. So if you are an affirmations person, that is a fantastic place to start. Yeah, and we um, have a guided meditation episode the relax and reset guided meditation where we go through every single one of my favorite chakra affirmations so if you're curious and you like 
this vibe of us talking and relaxing voices about the chakras, then definitely listen to that one. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and then Kundalini Yoga, which you can Google Kundalini Yoga meditations or Kriyas online. Um, the Kriyas, they work on all of the chakras. And you can also Google if you want to work on a specific chakra, a Kriya or a meditation that will work um, specifically that chakra. And that's really powerful because Kundalini Yoga is such a rapid technology for change and it really um, I would say is such an incredible uh, expedited body of knowledge that basically has a tool for like kind of any of the any of the systems of the body that like aren't necessarily talked about in kind of modern medicine or health and wellness um, in the current times because the um, mainstream health and wellness scene, I mean not health and wellness scene, but like medical scene, you know, it doesn't fully address the energetic yet, which I'm sure in the future it will, um, but it's kind of like that is an incredible tool to have in your back pocket and especially having the ability to for yourself find a meditation a kriya a yoga set online like if you're like oh i've never looked up a, you know a kundalini yoga practice before like developing your own relationship with finding something for yourself that's gonna work is really priceless because then kind of whenever you find yourself needing improvement or a tune-up in a specific area you will be able to through your own sovereign ability find um, something that will bring an improvement and I would say with those just you know um, try to do them every day because consistency is key and then another thing is um, on YouTube there are a lot of like you can listen to frequencies that are good for the specific chakras because each chakra actually at its healthiest state runs at a specific frequency so a specific hertz and so you can look up um you know frequencies for healing the root chakra frequencies for opening the heart chakra um these things on youtube and you can find ones that look trustworthy and um listen to these and i love that like i love taking a bath and listening to 528 hertz which is you know the heart chakra frequency and um meditating to third eye frequencies um and so on and um other tools i would say you know, it's okay to also get really practical with some of it. Like, for example, when you're talking about your root chakra, it's like, okay, if there are places you don't feel safe in your life, it's like, where can you be 
you know, your own protector, your own parent, your own caretaker, and like bring more stability to yourself. Where can you um, be more supportive and where can you create deeper foundations for yourself? that will bring you those feelings of safety because I don't know if Calista mentioned this but it's sort of like a Maslow's hierarchy of needs it's like you you know don't want to ignore the 3D foundational aspects of living a healthy prosperous human life because then it can be hard to um, enjoy in a balanced and healthy way the energies of the higher chakras and so other practical ways like when we talk about the throat chakra would be practicing speaking your truth practicing being clear in your communication and bringing intention around all of these things something with the heart chakra I'm not going in order here I'm not as methodical as close to <laughs> But the heart chakra, you know, it's like times where you want to close because something happens that you're feeling reactive to, like bringing attention to that and like practicing like opening in your energy again. I'm not saying you have to be open to everything, but it's kind of like a strong spine, soft heart kind of deal. It's like you can keep your heart open in the most um, intense of situations and how we move through things with more grace um, for the solar plexus chakra which is huge especially for women to be able to stand in their power and um, not be swayed so much by external circumstances because it's kind of like your core it's your center it's like people who are really centered and really solid that's a strong that's a strong solar plexus chakra. That's a strong... Is there a more generic term for solar plexus chakra? The navel point. Um, breath of fire really helps with that. So you can look up breath of fire online, but it's equal inhale, exhale through the nose, and you pump the stomach in on the exhale. So it's like... That's a fun tip, I would say, if you feel a lack of confidence, a lack of self-assuredness, and you're easily swayed by others, try doing one to three minutes of breath of fire every day. It's a game changer. Um, and having a strong navel point solar plexus, what we're talking about here, is actually really important for being able to metabolize what you experience in your life so that it doesn't get kind of stuck and clogged in you and like you can't process it um, and then I'll give a few more tips for the rest of them I deeply apologize for not going in order, but this is how my brain works. Um, the sacral chakra, which is like your womb space, your deep belly space, your lower belly space. Um, getting in your body, dancing to some sensual music, 
um, really like having a sensual experience with what you're experiencing in your life. Like if you're eating, like smelling the food, like tasting it, moving slow. Um, and then for the third eye, the pineal gland, I remember the name, it's the Ajna Chakra. Yeah, like Anya Chakra. And it, for this one, I would practice listening to your intuition. Like if you get a ping about something, trust it and follow it and see what happens. And um, tune into the idea that you have a navigation system within you that's guiding you and it is simply like in a capacity that needs to be brought awareness to to be activated because we all have it um, and then finally for the crown chakra I would a tip I would say is to pray and that brings a higher awareness to forces that are beyond us and that connect everything and that have a hand in everything. And the more that attention is brought to that, the more we see its inner workings in our everyday life. And from there, we can gain greater awareness into the perception that everything is connected and can work in very serendipitous and miraculous ways. So those are my quick tips and tricks in no particular order. Um, and I'll give it back to Costa. Thank you. Yes. Okay. How do we heal our chakras? Okay, I loved all those tips and tricks that Annika shared. And I have even a few more, even a few more ideas for you. Um, okay. So Annika mentioned the, the frequencies on YouTube. You can also look up guided meditations on YouTube. Or on Brainwash Yourself podcast, like I mentioned. Just kidding. <laughs> but I'm not kidding. But um, there's a bajillion very well loved chakra meditations on YouTube and on Insight Timer. Um, and you can look up a meditation for a certain chakra that you're working on or a little tune-up for your whole chakra system and you can just search how much time you want to spend like 10 minutes root chakra healing guided 
affirm or guided <laughs> meditation or a 10 minute root chakra healing affirmation meditation we can link some in the description we can and we will um, and the colors so each chakra is associated with a color and if you are focusing on activating a certain chakra's energy in your life maybe wear more of that color start buying things in that color and um yeah start noticing that color more around when you're when you're out and about and just kind of immerse yourself in in that energy because frequencies it's like light waves each have their frequency that they vibrate at and the ultraviolet and the violet rays are vibrating faster the frequency is higher, the frequency of the wave is higher than the red light waves. And that's the same with sound. The sound wave of a higher pitch will always have a higher frequency and faster wave, a shorter wavelength than a lower pitch sound. So it's, it's more subtle, but it's the same with, it's the same with our chakras. So Anika's talking about these certain hertz, certain sound frequencies, they align with certain chakras and they align with certain colors and it's all different densities of the same consciousness being refracted infinitely and you're just perceiving that moment by moment so if you immerse yourself and tap into that frequency in the form of a color you're kind of tuning the radio antenna of your consciousness in that moment to that frequency and you're aligning yourself with that energy of that chakra just that easy just that simple so food Chakras are associated with different foods. It has a lot to do with the colors, with the exception that root vegetables are associated with the root chakra as well as red foods. Um, so greens for the heart, blueberries for the throat, maybe blackberries for the crown, you know, bananas for the solar plexus, oranges for the sacral, a potato 
a potato for the root. Major tip for balancing the root chakras. Increase your potato intake if that sounds like something you would be into in terms of food preferences. Visualizing. Visualizing um, guided affirmations, a body scan. These are all kind of interrelated, like in the sense that a guided meditation might, for example, lead you through a process where you do a body scan visualization exercise where you go through your body and by the way the um the legs and feet are also very associated with the root chakra so where you go through your body and you just check in see what's going on in the areas associated with each chakra and imagine using your visual imagination what each energy center looks like if it might be overactive, underactive blocked, cleared and visualize these healthy, balanced, cleared, aligned chakras and if it helps you can imagine like the crown chakra as like a cone, an upside down cone of like violet or lavender light projecting up out of the head and then your root chakra as a cone projecting down from the base of the spine, a red cone of light. And then the chakras in between, they each have a cone, they each have two cones of light um, that meet at their vertices and one cone projects forward and one projects backward for each of your chakras and they are the associated color of energetic light that you can imagine with each chakra and they spin so if that doesn't help you feel free to disregard but if it helps you to have some specifics like visualize these cones and these colors and these energy centers spinning and they're all a balanced size they are all aligned with one another and energy is flowing freely in and out to each other up and down um, and just visualizing that 
is is very very healing because the body responds to the visuals that you're imagining and it starts to bring itself into alignment with that vision that you're holding um and journaling like journal it's good for the sacral and the throat chakra especially these water the water elements because you're expressing yourself you're expressing your emotions especially journaling state of consciousness stream of consciousness because you're just letting the stream flow and um you can do a journaling exercise where you reflect and journal about each of your chakras and just learn where you feel you want to focus, where you want to open up, where you want to do some clearing. And another thing you can visualize specifically for the heart chakra, but I can think of how you can apply it to other chakras too, is if I'm walking through a forest, I'm blessed to be born and raised in Washington state, so I've had that experience like countless times, but if you are walking through a forest, I love to visualize that the huge green forest is my heart chakra and I'm walking through my heart chakra and like feel in my heart chakra where like my footsteps are going in the landscape of like that forest that is like metaphorically the landscape of my heart chakra and just feel how it feels like as I walk and move through these different parts of the landscape of my heart chakra and looking around at how green and alive it is um or same thing if you're in like a meadow or a field or something green and it can be the same thing for your throat chakra or your sacral chakra if you are um in water or like in the bath or swimming um or if you're in the sun you can do that with your solar plexus or if you're in the moon maybe you can do it with your intuition because the moon symbolizes the feminine and the feminine is associated with the intuition so like play around be creative and the chakras are very connected to the physical body that's another note i wanted to make in terms of um If we are carrying tension, for example, in our upper back and shoulders, somewhat common, sometimes that is associated with this imbalance in the heart chakra. And you'll notice that's right where the heart chakra is located in your body. And Some people might say that there's kind of this paradigm 
that some of us absorb that it is good, like a good person to give love and give service to others, but it isn't as good because it might be like kind of vain or selfish to accept and receive that. And what happens is it, if we're operating like that, we're operating from a heart chakra where the front is overactive, where we are sending our energy, our love and our caring energy towards others and the back has a block because it's not a clear flow in and out if we can't receive the same support and the same love that we offer and it can manifest in your upper back your meaning mine like <laughs> this is so common and guess what it happened to me family and um that's just one example but if you and i'm not a doctor i know it's so personal and this whole podcast we say many times just take what resonates but if you do have a physical ailment or something that has been bothering you and is hard to um kind of get to the root and heal maybe think what area of the body is this in what chakra is associated with this area of the body what chakra resides here what is that chakra associated with in terms of emotions energetics relationships behaviors um and is there something in that area of my life that has been neglected because that tension can build and manifest physically and it's a beautiful feedback loop like many beautiful feedback loops we talk about in this podcast where you can heal emotionally to heal your body and you can release you can release tension in your body to heal emotionally so it's just about the situation and maybe if you've been approaching something from one angle for a long time and have been feeling a little stuck switch it up and see if you can approach that physical ailment from the emotional lens or this emotional pattern it from the perspective of the energy you're storing in your body 
And the chakra system is a great map for that to show maybe where these energetic themes might be manifesting in your physical body. Um, so like releasing tension, stretching, massage, acupuncture, cupping, meditation, relaxation, the sauna, um, anything that releases this tension and this stagnant energy in your body will benefit that chakra that resides in that area in your body and core strength core strength is a biggie for the solar plexus um and yeah i think this can apply to pain as well as illness sometimes and sometimes on that note like the throat anytime i get sick the throat my scratchy throat is the first thing i notice and um for example if i express something that's been weighing me down and then I get a sore throat the next day. I would take that as a good sign because it's energy clearing and processing through my throat chakra. Whereas if I was having like a chronic case of strep that kept coming back and I was being dishonest in some area of my life that I would take as more of a as more of a warning so it's just the difference between those situations is just the context my intuition my discernment so always remember those tools in your tool belt and um yeah i thought this is like the last thing but i thought it was really interesting like when me and annika were talking earlier about this example of what can happen if your root chakra is blocked but your higher chakras are overactive or in general it's it's interesting to think about the chakras being overactive because it's about balance and um for example an overactive solar plexus is what it looks like when someone can't mind their own business or maybe someone is on a power trip is being controlling is trying to exert too much control too much influence beyond the sphere where it's appropriate or if your root chakra is overactive that can look like 
um, hoarding, right? You're, you're kind of over providing your, for yourself. Um, or things like that. So it's really interesting to think about and it's why you want to, starting at the root, make sure you are good there. And the reason that it's funny is I feel like, and this was totally me too, I feel like when people first learn about the chakras, it's usually because they are developing this interest in spirituality and they want to learn more about subtle energetics and they want to learn more about the chakras and so they hear everything we just told you and they are like, oh perfect, I am going to activate my third eye and my crown chakra to the absolute maximum so that I can connect with the universal love force, activate my psychic powers, transcend this human body, and just be riding the bliss wave into infinity for the rest of time. <laughs> and, um, it's funny because then it's like, it's almost kind of like the buzzkill or like the Saturn energy of like, nope, we're starting from the hard stuff. We're starting with um, like paying your rent. <laughs> so fun. But. Um, <laughs> well, and you could start from. But you'll always get sent back to the you can do those first like you really can but like you'll get sent back to the beginning because like you said like you'll have to pay your rent you'll have to feed yourself yeah you and guys can do whatever you, whatever you want yeah. i wouldn't recommend it. i oh, wouldn't exactly, recommend that exactly. but people do do it and i definitely would say that i focused on my upper chakras for a very long time And it is boring because without it, it's chaos. But it's deeply satisfying. I mean, right. now I find it deeply satisfying to be able to provide for myself. And be, like now I find that actually fascinating because I kind of denied it for so long that like now I see how, I don't know, how it's so sacred in its own way. To learn how to um, be grounded and stable and reliable and consistent and soft. 
like connecting to God because it's like if we're spiritual beings who came down here or like who are here to learn how to live in a good way on earth part of that is you know embodying divinity while living out your human life and then that can only be done if you are basically learning how to live your best human life in all of the human ways which require these lower chakra skills and the development of your of your and refinement of your lower chakra um, energy so that you can really hold the higher frequencies in like a way that is gonna matter and be impactful. It's like it's, it allows you to have impact and it allows you to be a stable and you know comforting force for others, like to see someone or to witness someone, to know someone who's really fully embodied in their lower centers and their middle centers and their upper centers. Someone who's like fully grounded, has a strong foundation, feels safe to be around, but yet has an open heart and is strong in their center, not easily swayed, um, an open mind, well communicative and has a relationship to the unknown like and has a relationship you know has like a divine connection divine energy like what better person is there to be around than someone who's expressing all of those energies in a coherent wonderful way like that that is what we're in for it's about being fully embodied it's about resonating all of these frequencies, all of these qualities in a coherent way and we're basically just antennas for these energies so it's like refining our antennas um, and that's just the body of I mean, the journey of refining ourselves and that's the journey of evolution. And one way to look at the journey of evolution is through the lens of these energy centers called the chakras, because they are each the, you know, almost like lower consciousness, higher consciousness, um, less refined to most refined spectrum of each of the qualities of being human that makes up yeah that, that makes up our existence so it's kind of these different points we can focus on improve upon bring awareness to that contributes to the quality of our own lives and the qualities of life in general because you know, as they say in many traditions, the best thing you can do for the world is to work on yourself, 
is to refine yourself and refine your own consciousness because we're each a fractal of the whole and together we, we come together and we create you know what is what we all experience on a collective um, yeah mm-hmm. yeah and if I were to like sell someone on the lower chakras I feel like those are the ones that are the most potent in terms of eliminating your suffering and I feel like sometimes it's kind of heavy to work with those like I remember the first time working with like my sacral chakra I cried so much because I had so much anger and shame and sadness to express because that's what I had been holding back and blocking from flowing freely because I thought those emotions were bad. I didn't want to deal with them and I didn't think other people wanted to deal with them and I thought I was doing everyone a favor by basically just people-pleasing, just seeming happy with everyone all the time and so when I started intentionally doing this healing work to release these blockages in my sacral chakra like it was just like me basically in tears like expressing all of this dissatisfaction and pain that I had been too scared to express and it was not a pretty picture it was not a pretty picture but that is probably one of the most potent like experiences and time periods of working with healing a certain chakra that I ever had because of how much I cleared out and um, how light and free I felt having released all that. And so um, that is a little pitch for diving right into those first chakras um, and it does get it does get much 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 easier as you allow yourself to experience everything that is in your energy field and um, there's so much nuance to it that's the thing as you experience your energy field and familiarize yourself 
with how your chakras feel and get more intimate with them there's more and more nuance to the ways you can work with them and I'm a beginner but I'm in a school called New Earth Mystery School we always link it in our description and um, our teacher Miriam Hasna she is an amazing expert at these subtle energy techniques and she will always talk about being skillful learning just learning and practicing to be skillful in the ways that we run our energy and if we have varying degrees of sensitivity for example and this is just an example I'm not putting words in her mouth but for example she's very energetically sensitive and very skilled at running her energy so she can choose to go into a room full of strangers and chaos and kind of shrink down her chakras and her energy centers so she's less receptive and attracting less attention and absorbing less energy in this environment and then she can go home and be in a situation where her son wants to talk to her about something that is on his mind emotionally and she can choose to crank up her heart center so she's fully receptive to be fully compassionate fully understanding fully giving of her own nurturing supportive energy because that's her son and she's going to run her energetic boundaries around him very very differently than a room full of a hundred strangers so that is something that I really admire and I think is super, super, super cool and awesome. And that is kind of like my goals in terms of this whole subject matter is I'm such a beginner and I love learning and talking about the basics of the different chakras and using these practices to kind of heal. And I would just love and I'm so excited to keep like studying and refining these skills of being even more nuanced and skillful in working with like these subtle energies and that's that that's all I have to say Annika is there anything else you wanted to say no I think that is it um this is a infinite topic and this was just a taste so thank you for being with us on this relaxing evening in which I have been laying down half the time <laughs> with my eyes closed um, thanks 
for listening to our very first ASMR. Pardon any background noise. We live in the big city, (laughs) but um, that can be relaxing in itself. Mm -hmm. I had fun, honestly. This had me thinking or wondering why anyone ever talks in normal voices. This is Mm -hmm. great. (laughs) Yes. I love ASMR. Definitely let us know what you think, you guys. Leave us a review. Email us, brainwashyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, we can't wait to talk to you next time. Yeah, if you have any um, topic ideas that you would love us to riff about, we're mm. open to your suggestions as well. Shoot us an email. That'd be fun. Um, and we love you. Till yes. next time, guys. Yes. We love you. Keep your hands and arms inside the subship at all times until you are safely docked in your castle's subship port upon arrival at heaven on earth.